morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode or installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I am your host, Greg. I hope everyone is safe and sound out there. I know that we're all going through a lot. We're all dealing with a lot. Some of us, you know, just still can't believe everything that's transpiring in this country on a day-to-day basis. You know, before I get into what I want to talk about, which is basically... Um, you know, some of the fallout from the NBA and the protests and the things that have um, been, how should I say, inspired from the protests. Um, last night, you know, you ever realize sometimes the best movies that you come across when you're watching a movie late at night? They're always at midnight and after. It's always that midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., the movie comes on and you're like, oh, man. I'm going to be so tired tomorrow at work, but this is a good movie I've always wanted to watch, so I'm going to do it. So last night, and now is the best time for these things to happen, because if you're still not back at work, I mean, you just sit there and watch the movie. So last night at midnight, there was this movie, Queen and Slim, came on. And it was a movie I wanted to watch, but I just never got around to watching it. It's midnight, I'm in the bed, waiting to go to sleep, and I was like, you know what? Uh, this is almost like a sign from above. This might be one of those good movies. And it, it, it was one of those movies where it was real sneaky good. Sneaky good is what I would say. The film stars Daniel Kaluuya and Jodie Turner-Smith. If you don't know who Daniel Kaluuya is, I mean, he's he was in um, a couple movies. He's been in uh, Black Panther. He was uh, in another movie. I forgot the name. It slips in my head right now. But he's been um, in some movies where I was like, okay, let me see what this dude is going to do in this movie. And it was just, I'm watching this movie like, at the beginning, I, I-, I was thinking, you know what? Um, I-, I-, I don't know what this movie has. You're watching it. And you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. This movie is just moving a little too slow for me. And then you started getting the, the the vibe of, I don't know if anybody's seen it, um, Natural Born Killers. And you got that vibe where there was so many things going on in the movie and so many signs and signals. And in the back of your head, you keep worrying about, is the hammer going to ever fall? I'm not trying to be a spoiler for those that have not watched it, but it's one of those movies where... You see it, it starts off, and boom, you just it just captures you. There are some parts where you're like, I don't know. But then it just begins to just build and build and build and build. And the premise of the movie, not to ruin it, is just this couple is on a date, and they get pulled over by an officer, and it's a white officer, black couple, and it escalates very quickly to a situation to where it shouldn't have. And the main actor, the male actor, he shoots and kills the officer. And the movie, everything that happens in the movie follows that one major incident. And I mean, it is just one of those movies where you look at the end and it it, it gets you. It gets you. Is all I'm going to say is, I'm not going to ruin it, but it gets you. So, um... This episode, I wanted to talk about the fallout from the WNBA, the WNBA, the NBA and their protests. Initially, when I had recorded my episode yesterday, 
it was me saying that the w, the damn I keep saying W the NBA um, decided to boycott and protest the from playing the game yesterday and six teams three games yesterday did not play in the NBA playoff games and then you saw that the WNBA did the same thing and the MLS out of six games five of them did the same thing they boycotted. And then last night in baseball, two baseball games forfeited, forfeited, boycotted. And today you had more teams doing the same and some teams taking the field and just walking off. Now, it started to spread like wildfire. You almost didn't want to leave your TV. You started to have that feeling like you did at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, what's going to happen next? Where is it going to move to next? Where is the next pop-up going to be next? And... The one thing that I really wanted to find out and understand what the NBA was trying to do. And from all that I've seen and read, it, it feels like they, as a, um, the players in the bubble, were wanting to do this. But the Bucks just decided because this, play, this incident took place in Wisconsin, them being the Milwaukee Bucks, they wanted to actually just sit there and make an executive decision and say what happened. Now, I don't want to say say what happened. They wanted to basically protest and in their own way say that the shooting that had transpired in Kenosha, Wisconsin was unwarranted. It was something that was horrific. It was something that's tragic. Um, and they wanted answers and they wanted to basically say, look, we want the reason we want these officers brought and held to justice and we want them to be responsible for what they did. And they just decided to not come out. I mean, at first you're watching this and you're thinking like, okay, maybe the magic didn't know if this was for real or not. No, it was something to where the the Bucks just never came out of their locker room. They just didn't come out, didn't say anything to anybody. And then the Bucks, the, the Magic are wondering what's going on until one of them got texts like, look, they're not coming out to play. Let's go back into the locker room. And then this started to spread like wildfire. And then the other teams began to do the same thing. And last night there was an emergency meeting. And one thing that you did learn or a couple of things that you did learn was that not everybody knew that it was going to happen. So it wasn't something where it was like, okay, this is what we're all doing today. And upon the emergency meeting that they had amongst NBA players were according to reports, it got a little heated, testy back and forth. You know, it felt as though um, the Lakers and the Clippers decided that they didn't want to play the rest of this playoffs were as the other teams they did want to they did want to finish out the playoffs now that's a, like a sticky situation because when this all initially happened you felt like it was a great thing that the players did now what's the plan because it's nice to step on the field of battle in unison and everybody is ready to do something, but what are you going to do? Well, now is that time. 
they got to come up with a plan and whatever it is, whatever their end goal is, it needs to be understood. It needs to be implemented and they need to move forward and make it happen. Now, the time is now. I can't blame players that say they want to play the rest of the season because some of them, unlike the superstars in the league, they might need that money. And once you talk about getting into people's pockets, you can't be mad when somebody might say, look, I literally need the money. Yeah, they're all millionaires, but they're living in a different tax bracket. They got different overhead. What about the rookies, young players, guys that have, you know, were, this is the first big contract they've ever had, or they're playing for a big deal. Or they're just basically, this is the first time they're in the playoffs and they want to play themselves into a big contract. You can't hate players for wanting to play. Now, the one thing is, is, you know, I've always said that when it came to the kneeling, the time for talk is past. Now the time for action is here. Not all the time is there a, a, a perfect time to do a great thing. It never happens where the buzzer goes off, you look at your phone, and it says, go time for greatness. The Bucks initiated what they felt at that time was the right thing to do. And then now, you just have to work with it, flow with it, make it happen. Everybody's been saying, we want this, we want that, we want this, we want that. Well, now, like J.R. Smith said, he said, they don't want to listen to us. Well, now you can't see us. And saying that, now is the time where you can actually put some action behind the words. And I'm confident that the players will do something, that they will plan out something, that they'll do something with the owners, something significant. It has to be something significant. And I'm confident that that will happen. It can't just be, we're going to have a coalition. We're going to donate money. We're going to, no, we need something now. Not tomorrow. Not we're going to donate money. Not this. No, we need it now. Like I'm hungry and I want to eat now. I don't want to cook. I want to go out and get takeout because that's how hungry I am. I want to eat it now. And I'm confident that the players will get it done. Because there are successful guys that are in this bubble that have things going on other than basketball that understand how you have to plan and organize and get these type of initiatives going. You know, you got guys like um, Chris Paul, who's the president of the Players Association in there. You got LeBron James. You got plenty of guys that are in this bubble that are big names, big platforms, and successful outside of basketball where they know what they need to do to implement and make this change happen. And like I said, I'm not mad at, at, at the, the Bucks because sometimes, you know, you need to be made uncomfortable in order to be pushed to making a great decision. And maybe that's what happened now. Maybe that's what happened now. I mean, you're seeing the effect of what the NBA did, having the WNBA, the WNBA players follow, soccer players followed, Baseball followed, hockey followed, 
So I mean, the message that's getting across is it it, it, it almost feels like now when it comes to an issue of racial injustice, that message moves and it moves fast. So, I mean, um, when we talk about some of the players and I'm seeing things out there like, what are they going to do? They're not organized. They don't know what they're doing. Look, man, give them some time. Give them some time. And if they don't, have something that's credible, I'm going to come out here and say I'm wrong. Because I'm not one of those people where it's like I want to debate and make it seem like I have to be right about everything. I'm willing to listen. I just want you to understand my perspective. And if you fully understand my perspective and you disagree with it, that's cool and I'll listen to yours. But just understand mine. So as I end this episode, as I talk about uh, the NBA and the fallout from yesterday and hopefully what great things can happen, I'm sure I'm going to have to come on tomorrow and give you some more updates. But in saying that, as I up end this episode, my positive quote I'd like to give to you is this. You can't depend on anyone else to be happy. No relationship will give you the inner peace that you haven't created. You can't depend on anyone else to be happy. No relationship will give you the inner peace that you haven't created. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.